Welcome to the Cosmic D Podcast. I want to talk about some recent experiences, gang, in true fashion. This week, well, when do I want to back up to? So I'm recording this podcast on Friday, October 14th, and I've expressed myself in quite a few episodes around my ayahuasca journeys, my plant medicine journeys, and when I last journeyed in August, I left that experience really unsure of when or if the medicine and I would ever meet again. And it's kind of interesting because it's not like anything bad happened in the experience. It was more so that the taste of it, it's at a point where it doesn't taste good. And it's such a respect that I I really want to uphold for the medicine. And when I've taken just like the first cup or the second cup, like immediately there's this kind of gag reflex. So I've been really internalizing that and getting curious to like whether or not we've kind of, she's taught me what she's needed to teach me and I move on or I take a break or whatever that looks like. But I've just been dabbling around that. So when I finished that journey and was just curious about like, maybe there's more time that needs to be integrated. Maybe there, you know, there needs to be a break, whatever. Um, there was a little bit of fear because I do enjoy the the lessons and the teachings and it's something that I back up 100% and I think every human on this planet should do it. I feel like if everyone on this earth did ayahuasca, like that's that's literally the saving grace. It just has so much power, so much love. It's just such potent medicine for you to evolve in such a beautiful, beautiful way. So on, uh, I don't know, sometime last week, I was on my way to yoga and as I was driving, I started to taste the medicine and I was like, oh shit, what the fuck does that mean? And I almost knew like she was speaking to me. It was almost time and it was it was interesting because when I left that journey, the the big takeaway, the, the big concern was the taste and I have never... I've never journeyed and then weeks later or months later, like been able to taste the medicine to the capacity that I was tasting it. So there was just this, this knowing that like, she's calling me, it's time again. And a lot of fear went into that too, because I I do space these, these journeys out. I I do like to take time and, and integrate and, you know, take time away from my job and people and humans and really, you know, in just like engulf myself in nature. And, I don't know. There, there is a planning, let's say, um, element to this that I, I really enjoy. So the fact that like I was tasting this medicine and knew it was kind of coming up really at a left field and not having that safety, quote unquote, where I usually sit, I was like, oh God, like, is it too soon? Have I integrated? And you really just have to trust this medicine and, and know that she's steering you in the right way. So Let's say I was, you know, tasted this medicine on a Wednesday and that next morning I had commented on um, the facilitator's Instagram, which I rarely, rarely ever do. You know, she puts up such beautiful things, but for me to engage on social media, it's not that common. So I, you know, shot her like an emoji face and she responded back that there was going to be an intimate circle, all women, very small, about a week later. And I was like, wow, like it's, this is time. This this feels very right. And again, the planning just kind of went out the door. And I think that speaks on so many levels too. 
planning and where we're at in planning and how much we're becoming aware of like plans don't stick. I used to be a gun-ho planner. I'd have, you know, trips booked months in advance, weekend gatherings, people, places, things, all of the things. I am currently still an executive assistant. Planning is my life. And it's very difficult to plan anything. And it really just goes to tell you that, you know, we are doing this work. We are vibrating in a frequency where when you plan, now let's put a pause. Like, obviously, if you're meeting friends and travel plans, like there's there's room for, for planning. But I, I, I believe, in my experience, at least in my experience, that the, the planning aspect truly does come from ego, right? And I can understand, like, if you're a Virgo, I get you. You like details, you like planning, you like all the things, but like, I don't know, can you relax a little bit? And like, I know if you are an earth sign specifically, it's what we like. Tauruses, Capricorns, Virgos, we like to have that plan. It's earthy, it's stable, it's something that we tell ourselves that is, you know, concrete when really it's not and you have to flex. But it's just this vibration that has really taken over so many of my friends, family, where it's like, I just can't plan. I just can't really plan. So number one, that was a big lesson where it's like plans really don't stick. I've really embodied that. I've spoke about this a little bit on the podcast where it's like this dot life where friends, family will be like, hey, like, what do you want to do this like weekend? And I'm like, yo, I, I can't do this. And it's it's nothing personal. It's purely energy. It's literally, and like, if you're my friend, you know this, like, I can't really commit to anything because there's this mystery. There's this, this intelligence that I have experienced time and time again, where if you plan, you're just cock blocking the universe and really allowing it to show you where you're supposed to be, to touch on human design. If you are a generator, if you are a projector, if you are a reflector, we are supposed to allow life to happen and we respond to it in so many ways, whether that be through um, responding, whether it be invitation, you know, whether it be whatever your, your strategy is, like that is something huge. Manifestors are a little bit different because they obviously like start shit, but it, there is something to be said where we are shifting more into this vibration of feminine and flow and the masculine just needs to kind of like chill out for a minute. So this whole experience around just planning kind of changed my mind. Um, I usually like to diet a little bit longer or, or, you know, further out. And that really wasn't the case. Not that I, you know, eat terribly. I, I eat a non-meat diet and, you know, but fuck it, I'm human. Um but also like my my practice with plant medicine that doesn't entail ayahuasca. You really can't engage in cannabis. You can't definitely can't engage in mushrooms and all those things. And that was something where um, there is such a practice and intention behind it where it was kind of like, all right, this is speaking even on that level where maybe I'm becoming a little bit more dependent on these substances. And, you know, that's cool. Like we ebb and flow and we, we, we realize, you know, where we're at in our journey and where we need to maybe reel back the reins. So I sat in ceremony last night with six women and the facilitator. This was the first time that I sat in such a small, intimate, only women. Um, and I was incredibly excited for this. Normally the the sessions or I'm sorry the the ceremonies are I don't know 20 25 people mixed men and women and it's still beautiful but there is something to be said when you can do it in such a a small intimate setting and like 
literally, I couldn't wait to ride this roller coaster because I just felt so, so positive. And there's something also to be said that I'm realizing, and I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, but like when I go on these journeys and the um, place is in Miami, they tend to be a bit darker. They tend to be... um, a lot more difficult, a lot more uncomfortable, like physically, like the vomiting, the crying, like it just, it's a lot more intense. And I've noticed that when I journey up in like the Palm Beach area, Delray, Jupiter, Juno, all of those areas, it does feel a bit lighter. You know, I I don't, I can't tell you what that means. I don't know, just maybe the vibration of the land. And I mean, let's be honest, Miami is a pretty dense and eclectic area. So it could be that. Or I could just be a freak of nature. Who knows? But we don't judge it. So last night, sitting in ceremony and, and partaking in this medicine, um, a lot of the teachings that I learned or received, we'll say, and, and I'm continuing to receive them. This is a forever, ever teaching. She's with you forever. She speaks to you, and that's when you know when to do her, if if you know when to do her again. Um It's really been the last two times around relationships. And that's something that I wanted to talk about in this episode. Number one, fear. (laughs) Fear around relate fear around any type of relationship, uh, romantic, friendship, business, and the correlation of being your authentic self. Now I do believe that we, for the most part, as conscious as we may be, do believe that we are as conscious as, you know, we we show up as authentic as we possibly can in these relationships. But like, I'll be the first to look at myself in the mirror and know that in, in all of those departments, friendships, business, romantic, I don't want to rock the boat. There is this fear around, like, this fear around pissing or making the other person uncomfortable. I think so many of us can relate to that, specifically if you're a woman. But again, men for sure, I know, feel this too. Um, I think it's probably suppressed even more with men. Um, maybe, maybe not, who knows. But it's just this this fear of like really speaking your truth and showing up in that authentic way. And Previously, when I journeyed in August, I got a lot of downloads around um, speaking my truth around um, the stories that I have concocted for many, many moons around my body. And when the medicine was telling me, like, this is your next mission, like, this is these are the instructions, like, you have to speak about this because if you don't, it's just going to continue in the relationship. And I was like, oh my God, like this is my worst nightmare. I don't want to talk about this stuff. But having Chiron in my first house and having it in Gemini, and it really goes to to say that like I am very good at making stories up around my body and how you know disgusting it may be or how people may see it or uh, look or, or smell or, or any of all those things. And I had to to really, and I mean, it took me to, uh, when did I have this conversation? I don't know, a couple weeks ago. But it was just like, shit or get off the pot. <laughs> like I knew it was time to really show this vulnerable side and own it and be okay with owning it. So if you're listening to this, like 
This is really just permission for you to speak your truth around whatever you are feeling in specifically intimate relationships around your body and around things of that nature. You know, I'm just going to talk about women like the patriarchy has just for lack of a better word, fucked us over with these these thoughts around like how it should be and how it should look and how it should smell and how it should all like just all of those. And like, I'm done with it. I am so over it. And I've really, truly released that. It's not been easy, but it has made such a world. It's just like this it used to be like this this checked bag and now and like with each relationship that i'd entered it would go down to like um like an over like a, a carry on and then like a purse and then like a change purse so like now i got no luggage like this is it and it feels so fucking good um in this journey specifically it was really talking about well the medicine was really speaking to me around how to now like conquer this this fear that most humans have in every department of relationships and to really see it as like I always say a video game so many times we're so afraid to speak our truth because we're afraid of how uncomfortable it's going to make the other person feel when in fact that's not the case these are levels of your video game and if you don't own up to what you're feeling what you what you desire it's never going to happen and i've really taken time now to reflect on that and to to understand that it's not about them it's about my video game and whether these friendships these business partnerships these romantic relationships are going to last me my whole life it doesn't fucking matter because the beauty of this is it's it's like pac-man really it really like that's the vision i'm getting right now you just have to beat the level and beating the level is doing it for yourself, speaking this authentic truth to your, like for yourself. Like it's the vision that I I've last night received was I'm just talking to me and having a one-on-one conversation with me and being vulnerable with me. Like fuck the other person, fuck what they look like, like all of that. It's, it's coming clean and talking to your soul. It's kind of like it's the, it's the avatar, it's the ego talking to your higher self. And that's truly the place that I need to, to start to be in. I, you know, I haven't had these discussions with, and, and this isn't just in romantic. This isn't like the medicine taught me in every department where I don't do this. So it's all over. And really, truly seeing it as a, a game, a, a level in this, this cosmic video game that we, that I always speak about. And it, has now I probably am only on like level two I mean just to be kind of 3d like and the levels are uh, there's a million levels right so I'm just now starting to understand and trying to and just now starting to see it in this energetic way so that was a real big teaching of the medicine last night also this was interesting and I just want to share this because everything is just so fun and so amazing the the circle was again very small six women and the altars that are are made usually there's just there's like literally like a lot of space between me and the altar and there's flowers and there's candles and it's beautiful but this time it was i was like literally sitting on the altar and it's just 
bedazzled with different flowers and and these flowers were just speaking to me and, and, and the beauty and the connection and the essence and the consciousness of flowers and the healing powers of flowers. I'm a big, like a freak of nature, like freak of nature, literally like love nature. Um, and I've been really focusing on trees a lot and flowers are beautiful and I always stop and, you know, smell the roses, but they had never spoken to me in this way to the point that during ceremony, your phone is on silent. You you don't want to touch it or anything. And and it was a smaller ceremony. You know, we we went from I think seven p.m. until eleven thirty. It wasn't it wasn't a multiple cup experience. It was one cup. It was beautiful, and you journeyed for maybe like two hours, two and a half hours. You kind of peaked and kind of came down. But I tell this because I tell the connection with the flowers because when I had turned my phone on, I had received a a text from a dear sister of mine and it was just like, I'm getting goosebumps right now. It was a two day workshop in Delray around the essence of flowers. And I, so I kind of looked at it in right after ceremony, but you, I don't know, you, you're just kind of in another dimension when this happens. So this morning I shouldn't even say that when I got home around like 1 a.m., I started Googling to potentially go today to like botanical gardens or just flower shops or something. Like I, I needed, I need to be around flowers. And when I read, uh, re-looked at the text from my my sister, she, I, I mean, I reread it and I was like, holy shit. Like, however that happened, whether I picked up on it and the, like whatever direction this kind of happened, it's meant to be. So if you are interested in a two-day, or I'm sorry, a two-weekend uh, flower workshop, hit me up. I have the information. It's up in Delray. I believe the weekend is like November, maybe 14th, and another weekend in December. It sounds amazing. And um, yeah, I'm going to do it because it's truly speaking to me. And, and we'll see what what that entails. Because again, like I've never really taken the time to to truly connect, yes, like roses are the highest vibration. And I've sat in ceremony and circles with women and, and we talk about it, but nobody has really gone into detail around like the true healing power of flowers, for me at least. So wanted to make this one, I guess it's not that short, 18 minutes, 19 minutes, um, some teachings and just my experience. And I hope that everybody is doing well. Eclipse season, we are on the shadow side of it. Um, it's approaching fast. Buckle up, gang. These are going to be difficult but amazing. And just a reminder that, you know, eclipses are this realignment with destiny. And whatever happens is for your highest good, as painful or as, or as uncomfortable as it may be. Please trust, know, surrender, and let go. That kind of was like a rhyme. Um, to the divine. Because we are moving very fast. I would even, you know, specifically these, these eclipses, like a lot more corruption, I would say, is going to be revealed in the matrix. I don't watch the news. I have no idea what's going on, but I know from like a micro level, just with friends and family and seeing different companies and, and just things being exposed, like it's time to rock and roll. And yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm a fan of the system breaking. Like I, I know as that may trigger a lot of you that may come across as insensitive, but the only way to rebuild a new earth is to break this shit down. So crumble, baby, crumble, burn, baby, burn. Um, in a, like a nice compassionate way, I guess. Um, but 
it's got to, we, we, it's a, it's a complete tower moment and I stand by it. So if you do need support, always reach out. I am here to guide and shed some light and perspective on your journey. Feel free to reach out underscore cosmic D on Instagram or reach out to me via email at cosmicd01 at gmail. Have a beautiful weekend. Namaste. Namaste.